Good morning. I want to talk to you a little bit about being more organized or uh, the necessity of being organized. So this one is uh, eight misconceptions about being organized. <clears throat> the first one, uh, in, and you can read a lot of different books on organization, time management, productivity, all this kind of stuff, and you get varying degrees of opinions, right? So the first one uh, that I see a lot is about handling a piece of paper only once. Now, I think that that's a little um, inconceivable to only handle a piece of paper once, depending upon what it is, a, either an email or a piece of paper or something like that. But if you are only going to handle it once, it's a matter of doing something with it when you get it. So in other words, it maybe it's uh, deferred to later or it's assigned to someone else or maybe it's uh, you get in an invite uh, to a conference or something and you want you, you know you want to attend but you're not going to go through the steps of actually registering now. So what you do is in order to move that item forward is you put it on a calendar at a later time and that will help you um, get that that item done at a later time. But you're gonna touch that piece of paper again, it's just you're not going to deal with it right now, It's but you are moving it forward. So handling a piece of paper once is inconceivable or I believe uh, not realistic, but doing something with that piece of paper or with that email and moving that subject or item forward or deleting it all together that's the object uh, that you should shoot for in being organized, right? So let's go number two, always keep papers out of sight. Uh, I am an organized person. I am a, what you would call, I guess, a neat neck. I like things in their place, uh, things, uh, you know, organized on my desk. I'm not one of those paper pilers. But on the flip side is my dad is a paper hoarder. Uh, and he has a sense of organization about the different piles uh, all over his desk, has been that way all my life. And uh, I have no idea how he finds things, how he um, deals with things. So different people handle uh, that type of organization uh, differently. But uh, the, the thing is not about necessarily keeping papers out of sight. It's about whatever you're working on, keep in front of you. So uh, one rule I've heard is to be about the part of the 20%. And what does that 20% means? It means that set aside 20% of your day, about 90 minutes, to work on a project. And when that project is being worked on, that's all that's in front of you. You don't have email open. You don't have other things on your desk. Wherever your workspace is, work on that item or that piece of paper or that thing for that 90 minutes until the project either is done or you're at a point where you cut it off at the 90 minutes and you maybe plan it for the next day to continue. But you've moved that project forward by keeping focused on just what's in front of you, right? Okay, so that's first one was handle paper only once. Second one was always keep papers out of sight. Uh, the third one, you can be too organized. That's a misconception. Um, I don't believe you can be too organized, but every different person has their own level of comfort of being organized. And it is very unique to your person. It what fits, it's what fits into your lifestyle.
don't try to be something that you're not. Um, don't try to use somebody else's organization skills. It's fun. It's fine to better understand what they're doing and how they're doing it. You might can get ideas of how you could incorporate or fold that into the way you like to organize things. But don't try to be a cookie cutter and uh, adopt somebody else's method. Um, read several books on um, on time management, on productivity, on organization. And take little bits and pieces from each one of them. That's the best way to find your own sense of organization. So uh, the misconception is, is that you can be too organized, and I don't believe that to be the case. Um, you can be too unorganized, and you can't find anything, and then you become unproductive. Number four, paperless is the way to go. Uh, in today's society, you can just, you can be paperless just about, right? Where everything's done electronically, you have email, you have things like Dropbox, you have uh, all different types of uh, technology that you don't need to hold on to a piece of paper. Um, I like that. Uh, I, I, I can get that uh, and, and scan everything, but then the problem is I, sometimes I can't find it. Sometimes it's easier to find when you make a digital copy, uh, but other things, it's just cluttering up um, space. So rather than having a hoard of papers, you got a hoard of files electronically. Um, but paperless is a good way to go rather than being all paper. Uh, take advantage of the technology. Take advantage of the organizational tools that are out there. Um, there's Evernote, there's Note Plus, there's different types of things that you're going to use as an electronic method. Um, but uh, I like paperless, but it's unrealistic that you'll be 100% paperless. And I think that's the misconception is, is that you could go 100% paperless. I don't think that makes any sense. Um, and that's just my own personal opinion. Though the fifth misconception is that one planner system fits everybody. Uh, this seems to be a new trend where other people are developing different types of planners. I grew up in the Franklin planner uh, era. Uh, it's still around. Uh, it's a great paper planner to utilize. Um, and I used it tremendously when I was uh, traveling or out in the field. This was before uh, the wonderful cell phones and the um, all the digital stuff and the iPads. And, and this was well before that. Um, but, you know, some people still like the paper and pencil. Uh, Brendan Bouchard uh, just came out with a great new planner, and uh, it's fantastic. It's what fits him. It's what fits a lot of the folks that he uh, promotes to, and that's wonderful. If that's you, then use that planner. Um, but the misconception is that one planner fits, one style of planner fits everybody. It doesn't. Um, there's some that you're going to write goals, and there's other people that are just calendars. Uh, there's folks that use a uh, uh, just a hang-up calendar like that in con in conjunction with their Outlook calendar. Um, I am a little bit of both. Uh, I like the digital. I like the Outlook. I like the task list, those types of things. But again, I fit it into my lifestyle and what how my brain is organized. Find your own. Even if it's a plain notebook, you need to find some type of organizer uh, so that you don't drop things or you don't forget stuff. That's the main piece is that nothing slips through the cracks. That's the big goal here. 
so one planning, so that's number five. Number six, the most productive people are born organized. Nope, that's not true. Um, this is a skill. Um, I love my daughter, my youngest, but she is in, in her personal life, not very organized. There's papers everywhere, uh, that kind of thing. She, but she knows where things are. But what's very interesting is she's a school teacher and in her school life, right? She is ultra organized to the point of she is a paper planner. She likes the paper planner. She uses it religiously. It helps her keep on track, all those types of things. So you can actually be a little bit of both. And it's a skill set that's learned, not that you're born that way. So if you think, oh, you know, I've, I've never been organized. I'll, I'll never be organized. It's just who I am. Eh, can I call BS on that? You can learn to be organized. Just make it fit you and make it fit your goals. That's the whole piece. Uh, and you got to stick with it. That's the, uh, you know, growth takes work. That's the name of the website. That's the what we talk about all the time. Growth takes work. And this again, also takes work. You have to have a reason why you're trying to become more organized. What's that reason? If it's not strong enough, you can forget all this. It ain't going to matter. You're not going to do it anyway. All right. Uh, so let's see. Most productive people are, are uh, born organized. Nope. You must have a to-do list. Uh, you know, I'm a to-do list person. I like to write it out, but I don't do it every day. I do it once a week. Sometimes I've got had a list running that's a to-do list for a month. But there are other people who don't necessarily create to-do lists. They use some of this electronic methodology and things like that. Other people I've seen uh, carry hard notebooks where they're writing a bunch of notes and then they have somebody else transcribe those notes and help with delegation and things like that. So it's, it's not necessary to have a to-do list but whatever your uh, methodology is, it's more about making sure that nothing slips through the cracks. So if you look back over the last 60 days and for whatever reason you forgot something or you missed something, missed a deadline, missed stuff, you probably would benefit from a to-do list, but you don't absolutely have to have one. Okay. Uh, and number eight, being organized makes you a perfectionist. Um, it can, um, you can, you can go way too far on being too organized, uh, especially if it create, you're spending all your time doing the organizational tasks and not actually getting things done or moving things forward. It's really easy to fall into the trap of being busy and not being productive or not doing anything. Right. Um, I got this saying that says, don't mistake movement for achievement. It's easy to be faked out by being busy. The question is busy doing what? That's by Jim Rohn. I love that saying. I have it posted here on my, on my bulletin board. Um, so, and, and perfection is the enemy of progress. Uh, this a great example. I sent out an email not too long ago to about 6,000 people. And when I sent out that email, uh, one person sent me back a note at one point in a paragraph. Uh, I missed the word to T O. Um, and 
I read that thing probably, I don't know, 10, 15 times. And I never, in all honesty, I never caught the fact that that word too was missing. Now, if I constantly focused on a mistake like that, I'd never get anything done. And you wouldn't either. So don't, you got to try to avoid being a perfectionist. Do the best you can, but be un, understand that you're going to make mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. Try not to make the same mistakes twice, but the mistake makes you human. And human is okay. You know, it's okay to be human. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to do those things. The big piece is that you try every day to move forward. Every day, whatever that goal is, try to take the next step. I don't care how tiny the step is or how big the step is, just make a step. And don't get so hung up in perfectionism that it keeps you from being productive and attaining the dreams and goals that you're after. Okay, I hope that uh, this information has been helpful and we always want to provide that. Uh, but I will tell you that um, we'd love to continue to help. If you found value in this, uh, please visit us at growthtakeswork.com. We'd love for you to check out our new book. Uh, the Go-Getter. It's the story that tells you how to be a go-getter with the new uh, life application guide. Uh, I'd like to get you that copy of that book. Um, but I hope this information has been value to, valuable to you. If you're listening on the podcast, it's www.growthtakeswork.com. Uh, love to have your visit and let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, if you can, uh, enter into the comments. Are you a planner or are you um, are you a paper planner or are you a digital planner? I'd love to hear which one are you. I'd like to get some feedback on that. All right, have a great day. Uh, hope you're uh, gonna be much more organized. I hope this information about uh, eight misconceptions about being organized uh, is helpful to you. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Have a good day, bye.